It's been a year since I completed my Hero's Journey series, so I figured this would be a good time to start talking about it again. Hello, Spiritual Seekers, and welcome to another episode of Think Spiritual. As always, I'm your host, Mark, and today I specifically want to address five misconceptions that I regularly hear or read about the hero's journey. Misconception number one, Joseph Campbell invented the hero's journey. Let's just say that while this statement may be accurate in spirit, it's not precisely true. The study of hero myths began in 1871 with anthropologist Edward Burton Tyler. Other major players in the field were Sigmund Freud's colleague, Otto Rank, and amateur anthropologist Fitzroy Somerset, better known as Lord Raglan. Rank and Raglan each developed hero patterns similar enough in scope that they are now boxed together in the Rank-Raglan mythotype. It's an interesting pattern that I may study and present on this channel in the future. Anyway, the point here is that a lot of hero myth study and work had been done decades before Joseph Campbell produced his primary work, The Hero with a Thousand Faces. The term monomyth that Campbell bestowed upon his model was borrowed from author James Joyce and his book Finnegan's Wake. The term hero's journey was later used to describe Campbell's monomyth model as kind of a more, shall we say, marketable name. It's said and written pretty much everywhere that Campbell's The Hero with a Thousand Faces popularized the hero's journey, but I would say that it's being pretty generous. That particular book is not an easy, enjoyable read, and I surmise that Campbell's later books and his public talks about mythic structure did much more to introduce the hero's journey to the modern world. And the really, really big elephant in the room is that hardly anyone knew what the hero's journey was until George Lucas told the world that he used Campbell's monomyth model to write and produce Star Wars. <laughs> Misconception number two. Every story follows the monomyth. I once read someone's opinion that the hero's journey didn't appear in every story, and the example they used was what they called the coincidence story. A group of people just happen to meet up, and something happens to them all, and they go on their merry way afterward. Now, in Joseph Campbell's day, folklorists often accused him of cherry-picking myths that fit his model and ignoring a large portion that didn't. Uh, were they correct? Well, I don't know. I'm not a folklorist, but I don't doubt that certain stories just don't fit the narrative. So no, technically it isn't true that every story follows the hero's journey pattern. In fact, I think I've successfully proven that The Matrix is a heroine's journey, and I believe that Willow is as well. The character on their hero's journey in that film is Sorsha, not Willow. And that's the major point. While there are many stories that are not specifically a hero's journey, every character within that story is on a journey of some type. Whether hero, heroine, villain, or bystander, even in the coincidence story, every character is coming from somewhere and they're going somewhere. The hero's journey is not about the story. It's about their story. It's about our story. It's about your story. And if it doesn't fit, it probably means that you're a heroine. And that doesn't mean that you're a woman. Not a woman! Easy. Gentlemen. Not a woman! Meet Lug. Ah! 
Misconception number three. It begins in the feminine world. It was only recently that I read an article a woman had written about how she was taught in school that the hero's journey begins in the ordinary world, the world of the feminine, and that every hero has to go to the special world, the world of the masculine. Now, I don't know where that woman went to school or who her teachers were, but they majorly forked that narrative up. The hero's journey is always, always, always about disconnecting from the masculine, the ordinary, mundane, hyperlogical, dull world of the masculine, and crossing the threshold into the extraordinary depths of the feminine. The hero always meets with the goddess, and you don't meet with the goddess anywhere except in the feminine depths of your soul. The hero's journey always begins in the masculine, travels down into the depths of the feminine, and then brings that elixir of life, that feminine infusion, back into the world of the masculine so that something new can be created. Misconception number four. It's only a man's journey. There are many people today that consider Campbell's work to be misogynistic, and by today's standards, perhaps there are elements that could be viewed that way. Joseph Campbell was born in 1904, a time when women barely had any rights and had to fight hard to even gain a semblance of freedom. And yet Campbell's model, as I just stated in the last section, was about embracing one's feminine energy. I'm fairly certain there were men in Campbell's day that accused him of encouraging men to become women. However, the primary reason that many people still believe that the hero's journey is only a man's journey is because Campbell was of the opinion that women don't need to take the hero's journey. His opinion was that women were already there. In other words, already in the depths of the feminine. Given the times and the thinking that men and women were vastly different creatures, he really shouldn't be faulted for thinking so. He didn't believe that women needed to become hmm, pseudo-male in order to function in the world of business and economics. My work here on Think Spiritual focuses on removing gender from the heroes and heroines' journeys. Male and female and other genders are not so dissimilar in our wants and needs and motivations. All of us, regardless of our genders, have to take many heroes and heroines and shadow journeys throughout our lives. Masculine does not equal male. Feminine does not equal female. Every single one of us needs to learn to nurture our masculine energy and our feminine energy and to bring the two together so we can be our best and highest self. Misconception number five. It doesn't apply to real life. Very few people have grand and exciting lives that would be interesting enough to put in story form, and yet, how many stories do we read or watch that are about one person's journey? Movies such as The Man Who Invented Christmas, Creation, or The Theory of Everything are all dramatized tales of real-life events. There's a normal existence, there's an adventure of the mind or body or spirit, and there are sad or joyful changes, and there's a return to a new normal. If you've been working on improving your life, if you've been working on changing, if you've been working on growing, then I guarantee that you will see aspects of the hero's journey at work in your life when you examine the path you've walked. You can look back and see your old ordinary world or normal existence. You can still hear the ringing of the first call to adventure. You can see what you did to avoid answering that call. 
you can think of the people or events that pulled you out of that ordinary world, and you can see that one major decision or series of decisions that tipped you over the edge and sent you plummeting into a different way of living. I could go on, but only you know exactly where you are on your journey. And that's why the hero's journey is really important and why it's essential to have models created of it, regardless of what the model is or who created it. It tells you where you've been and hints at what you could have coming your way next. Most importantly, you have to know that you are the hero of your own life. Religion won't save you. Politics won't save you. Stop looking to the outside world for answers. Look in the mirror. Look at yourself. You are the hero. But if you don't feel like the hero's journey describes your life, then perhaps it's time to take a look at the heroine's journey, regardless of your gender. However, I'll cover misconceptions about the heroine's journey on a future episode of Think Spiritual. Thank you so much for listening or watching today. Please like, share, comment, criticize, subscribe at your leisure. I suppose I could be doing a lot more channel promotion and such at the end of these episodes, but honestly, the only thing I'm ever going to tell you to do is to see yourself as the hero and change yourself first so you'll actually be able to change your world. Goddess blessings upon you. You have all the weapons and knowledge you need within you. And I'll see you on another episode of Think Spiritual. Oh,